Hello and welcome to another edition of Content Hacks, a podcast dedicated to all things content. We are here to make your content creating life easier. I'm Allison Andrews. And I'm Rachel Klepp Miller. I love that. Creating your, making your life easier. I could hack anything, right? <laughs> yes. I love a good hack. So you've heard the marketing adage, write less, promote more. And today we're going to talk about doing just that. Mm-hmm. We're talking about repurposing content. And this is something Allison and I love to do. Yes. We pride ourselves in being able to use <laughs> that a hundred times because who's got time? Right. Who's exactly. Got time? Um, and I actually will tell a quick story at the top. So when Allison and I were working at, in news, uh, she had produced a series that was a, a story that ran every week on the news. And then I took it over um, later. And uh, sometimes we would re-air the story, and I was like, oh, is this week's going to be a redo? And you would say, it's not a redo, it's a best of. And I said, yes, it's a best of. So we're going to talk about repurposing content, but it, what it really is, is how do you make your best ofs work That's for right. you, right? Right. I always say, create once and use it three times. And if you don't think you're going to be able to use it three times, then may not be worth creating in the first place. So I guarantee that if you go back through your data, go back through the most popular blogs that you've ever done, even those that are just evergreen, that you would be able to transform it into something new that drives traffic, drives leads. We're going to help you create your own best ofs, if you will. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And, you know, there's so many benefits to that. I think our top benefit for anything we talk about is that it saves you time. Yes. (laughs) That's our top. Like, how can we save time doing this? Right. Um, But a lot of times repurposing can help you reach a new audience, somebody you might not be thinking of by putting a a spin. If you're in a particular B2B space, maybe you want to target a different vertical, well, throw a different title on it that targets a new type of... Yeah. Um, industry. Different platforms too. Right. Exactly. Different platforms. Help you reach those different audiences. Right. And, you know, especially digitally content, we all want to write a blog that gets a million views that everybody's already read. Right. Mm -hmm. But in reality, if you wrote it five years ago, I don't know how many people are going to be looking at it. (laughs) So there's, there's a lot of dust on it and you can dust it off. Yeah. And, and make it really feel new. And really, before we give you ideas about how you can look at this, your content a little bit differently, that is really, that's my number one rule, that you have to give new context to the old content. And you have to add perspective, incorporate it into new persuasive copy, kind of whatever your message may be at the moment, right? Right. Okay, so let's dive into it. Right. Some ideas that we have. I think one of the things um, I think you have to start with is assessing the old content. Like what worked or go through, if you have been blogging even for a year or two years, going back a couple years and taking a look at like what worked or what was a good idea and looking at if there's quotes in those in that content or if there's takeaways that really resonated or you thought were really good, can you use those parts of the blog? So it's not like the whole piece of content. Is there right. parts of that content that you can pull out and repurpose and use well, again? And a lot of times when you start working on a blog, let's be real, the first ones are really not all that good. Mine are right? horrendous. Um, at the, the blog I'm currently writing regularly, the, it started in 2013, and I'll look at those blogs and be like, oh my God, take my name off of that. Right. And, but there's probably good information in there. Oh, yeah. Right? So sure. you can spin it a new way. So that's rough. what she said. You're basically dissecting kind of the work that you've already done, taking um, inventory, if you will, right? Um, and you're looking for different things. Like when you talk about how does that information fit, well, 
Visual content works really good. Pinterest, Instagram, we know. Yeah, and where I just mentioned quotes, actually, we just did this. So we've we've been blogging for a while. There's a lot of great content out there. Some of it is a little dusty, uh, but we started taking phrases from the blogs or quotes from um, testimonials or case studies that we had and positioning them visually. Mm-hmm. So and now we put them on Instagram. So I basically pulled a bunch of blogs gave it to uh, one of our team members and said, let's turn these into quotes on Instagram. You know those pictures. Yeah, right. Quotes that, that, and stuff. Yeah. So um, that's what we did. And that was a great way to repurpose that information that already had been gathered. Yeah, now statistics probably wouldn't work as good that way, but statistics, perfect for Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. Um, put some new content with the statistic that you've been using or one of your favorites, and that works out really good. And then blog links, you can reuse those old blog links, right? LinkedIn, you can uh, say your Say maybe that wasn't a platform that was really priority for you in the beginning. Well, you can go back and take some of those and just post those on LinkedIn with some, again, new perspective, medium, um, or or other blogs. Right. I think, too, um, one of the things that I've done recently is, dust, when you dust up that old content, is uh, if you've published it on one platform at your company, so... You know, I just talked about sharing some of it on Instagram, but then also having people take pieces of the content and publish it as their own LinkedIn post. So I might have our president or a senior director take a blog, maybe freshen up the top, middle, conclusion, and have um, him post it as his own post on LinkedIn. And that gives it a fresh take because it's a new author. But then also, uh, I'm getting it out to his network, Mm -hmm. which that network might not have seen the first published piece that that we did. Well, and that's the thing, you guys. There's so much out there right now. You're getting content from every direction. Everything that you do, not everybody sees the first time. Mm -hmm. So it really makes more sense to to put it back out there um, in different ways and at different times because of that. Yeah, I think when you are in the role, so if you are working for a client or you are in, in your role, you're having to produce content and you feel like you're writing the same thing all the time, you know, mm-hmm. um, five ways to make a great sales conversation. I feel like I've written that forever. <laughs> uh, and I'm always surprised that, you know, some feedback I'll get, like just last month, I got a note about a, a blog we had written that I feel like we have said a million times. And I'm like, this is the best blog. Thank you so much. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. But it was new to that person. Right. Right. Um, so I think that that you kind of need to get your step away from it a little bit and be like, and just remember, like you said, that people don't always absorb everything you say as, as much as we like. Right. As much as we like to think that they we do. have captive audiences all the time. <laughs> they're just, they're like, oh, right. Did you say that? And I'm like, yes, I have 30,000 30 times, times. Right. Um, well, the other thing I know we were talking about too, is that when you uh, write a blog, of course, you want to promote it on social, but you could always go back to old blogs and use them to create new social posts. Right. So new social posts. And we kind of touched on that, right? Like whether you're turning that into an Instagram or a Twitter. Um, again, the idea is that you want to give them enough information to prompt them to engage further with you, right? When you do these kind of things, it's also a chance to maybe explore other content platforms that you don't typically do. So if you take that blog post and you're already on social, well, maybe now's the time you want to start a webinar or you want to make an ebook and you can take that information and kind of repurpose it in a totally new way. Yeah, actually, I just did this. Um, we 
the president of our company wrote this really great blog about uh, I think I've mentioned this, but I should tell people again yeah. that I because people I, didn't hear it the first right, time. Right, right. I uh, produce a lot of content around sales effectiveness and helping people sell more, helping managers coach more, and leaders get more revenue out of their sales organization. So uh, our president wrote a a blog about hiring great salespeople and how you really need people who can close a deal that aren't always like intellectuals, technical expertise in the product, right? So there's the bells and whistles. But anyway, the blog went gangbusters. It was great on LinkedIn. And then what we kind of brainstormed, like how can we get even more out of this? I mean, this is a topic that's resonating. So mm-hmm. what do we do? We did a behind the blog Facebook Live where we sat down very similar to like this, but um, with not as great artwork behind us. <laughs> Um, but we sat down and I just asked him more questions about the blog and he was able to expand on the topics a little bit more. You know, when you're talking about it, you're going to talk Go in about depth, it differently. Yeah. yeah. So we did that. And at the time I had the mic here and the computer and we recorded it and I would turn that into a podcast. So that one blog, he didn't have to do any extra work. We did another, we did a chat about it. I recorded it. We did Facebook live. Killed two birds with one stone, and I got a lot more mileage out of that content. Well, and and in some degree, what we're doing now, we've repurposed our own content. Mm -hmm. Rachel and I write a lot of blogs, and we've talked before, like, oh, that would be a good segment for this, or that would be a good... Basically, what we tend to write about anyway, Mm -hmm. we said, well, we could make that into a podcast. So, you know, same same thing. It applies for everybody. (laughs) Right. You just... The best way to... Think about repurposing content. And I would argue that you should always be thinking when you write one piece, how you're going to get 10 out of it. And when you come into it with that mindset, it's not this big laborious effort to where you sit and you say, I don't have anything to do. Well, what can I repurpose from a year ago? If you're constantly thinking how you're going to repurpose, you can get 10x the amount of content out of your efforts. Well, and I think that goes for things even that you may not think of when you think I'm creating content. Right, so you might think that if you are sitting down to write a blog, but if you're giving a speech to your board, if you've got some presentation, those PowerPoint presentations that you worked so hard on for everybody, that is content, and that can be a, a, a guide, that can be a, a prompt for a blog, same kind of thing. Yeah, I think sometimes I think with IP, you know, you kind of worry about, oh, can I put this out to the masses? Like this is. I don't know, this is really inside. We don't want everyone to see it. Uh, but I bet if you go through that and think about how you can sanitize it, like maybe if I mm-hmm. cut this half out or I take this out, um, it's more genericized and, and can work that way. So um, when we say take a look at your at your PowerPoints, you think, oh, no, we could never get those out. Those are you know, locked, locked down. Think about how you can genericize it for the masses and be helpful. Yeah. Um, so if you're saying, okay, so this idea of repurposing content, right? Maybe you're going to take something and you're going to start using it for an email newsletter that now that you have subscribers that you didn't have before, you're going to use. Um, you're taking a Q&A and you're making it a blog post. You're taking a blog post. You're making it a podcast. You've got all this stuff working, right? And you're like, but is it worth it? Is it, it, it is that really the way to go? Let me just give you one example that I came across. So Benjamin Hardy, I don't know if you're familiar with him. I follow him on Medium. That's how I found him, Right. He was able to get 20,000 subscribers from Medium in six months. That was just by copying and pasting all of the blog posts that were on his own blogging platform. So again, that exposure, that's amazing, amazing, right? Wouldn't you all love to go into the president or your client and say, hey, um, 
I've gotten you 20,000 more subscribers <laughs> in six months just by reposting on a different medium. Drop the mic. Yeah, right? That's all you need to say. <laughs> you get a raise. You, well, here's <laughs> the thing, though. You don't tell them you copied and paste. You just say, right, I exactly. was able to get 20,000 subscribers. <laughs> exactly. I mean, they don't need to know all the magic That's stuff. right. There are some things that need to stay behind right. the They're scenes. focused on outcomes anyway, That's right. right? That's right. But the idea is that for sure, if you find those right outlets, and you do it in a way that's thoughtful and meaningful, you really can um, convert new followers, new find new audiences, all of that stuff. Yeah. And I think, I mean, we're always looking for ways to repurpose content. So we also have a new Facebook page. Yes, we do. You can find us. It's called Content Hacks. Mm-hmm. So if you have um, ways that you like to repurpose content, maybe you have questions about some of the ideas we had about how we actually work it behind the scenes, the secret sauce. We're happy to share that. So go ahead and um, hit us up on on Facebook. Yeah, we definitely want to make that a space for all of you to share ideas too. um, Because uh, while Rachel and I collectively have been doing this for, I don't know, I don't know, the older I get, the more I hate to say collectively. Like I'm 25 years just on my own. If we add years in there, we're getting up there. Right. Not too up there. But But We've been doing this for a long right. time, um, and I still love it when I learn something new from other people who are maybe in different spaces about how I can apply it. So share your stuff on our page. We, yeah. We'd love to hear from Great, you. and thanks for watching. Thanks for listening uh, to Content Hacks.